Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. I'm Doug Krisner in New York. Let's get you caught up on market action. We're seeing a rally in tech stocks today. NASDAQ Composite is up nearly 1.4%. We're having the S&P 500 uh, extend a record. Uh, The index right now is up about uh, 7 tenths of 1%. Several tech executives are in Washington for a meeting with President Trump. Earlier, we had a Trump advisor, Jared Kushner, saying many government operations can go from paper to the cloud. Also, some hawkish comments earlier from uh, the president of the New York Fed Bank, Bill Dudley, seems consistent with what we heard last week from Fed Chair Janet Yellen. Dudley saying halting the tightening cycle now would imperil the U.S. economy. U.S. 10-year Treasury right now with a yield of 2.18%. Also seeing uh, a stronger dollar given that backup in bond yields. A Bloomberg dollar spot index right now is uh, trading up by about two-tenths of 1%. Bit of weakness, though, in the price of oil. WTI in New York off about eight-tenths of 1% trading 44.38. Back to the equity market very quickly. We've got the Dow up six tenths of one percent. The S&P 500 higher by about seven tenths of one percent. Nasdaq ahead by more than 1.3 percent. All right, you're caught up on markets. Back to Bloomberg Markets now with Carol Messer and Corey Johnson. Thank you very much. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. Yeah, that's exactly what we're seeing. Once again, uh, the bundling of uh, securities and loans, securitization, it is one of the most read stories on the Bloomberg. Banks told to keep skin in the game, and they securitize that, too. I love this. So let's explain exactly what's going on. Nabila Ahmed is our senior corporate finance reporter at Bloomberg News. Uh, she's got more on the market for securitized product. What exactly is going on? Okay, so this is a market, you remember CDOs that went horribly wrong about 10 years ago now? Collateralized debt obligations. Exactly, exactly. Um, so they package up mortgages. Um, CLOs package up corporate loans. So CLOs will buy leveraged loans that enable corporations to do big deals, M&A, etc. And then they'll slice them up into different tranches and then they'll sell them to investors. And some of these tranches are rated, you know, AAA, even though the underlying loan that they've bought is a junk-rated loan. Um, how does so that happen how does again? That happen? <laughs> no, seriously, how does that happen again? I've seen this movie before. I know how it ends. But it's a corporate loan, so that's more safe. It's safer than mortgages, so the argument goes. But Well, okay. But you is it? Is it safer? Well, in a lot of ways, you could argue so that. Far. Absolutely. At least you so know far. what it is. So far. And you know what it is because it's a corporation. So, right. you know, but it could be a dud corporation. I mean, you know. Right. Is, is back in the, back in the old game. But the thing is that, so regulators after the crisis said, you know, if you're selling these products, you have to hold on to some of them, um, just to safeguard against you selling absolute crap. And, and these rules <laughs> amazingly only just came into effect six months ago almost 10 years after the crisis, and and the CLO managers were told that you must retain 5% um, of every deal that you sell. And they said, okay, fine. So some skin in the game. Some skin in the game. However, what they've been able to do is just to borrow that money or securitize that 5% piece and resell it. So they haven't actually had to put in... Been having to put in their it's own money. It's not their skin. It's somebody else's skin with a leg. Exactly. Exactly. And but furthermore, <laughs> you know, this, I mean, this, this go get really, him, Corey. Uh, well, this, I mean, as described in your story, and it's, it's a wonderful one. It this really is lipstick on a pig. I mean, this really is junk-rated AAA 
being held by it. And the risk is, you know, uh, technically they maintain some risk, but they put the risk off on someone else. In a time of a crisis, you wonder if they're really going to be there for that recourse, whether they have a legal obligation or not. I mean, famously, in times of big market stress, people don't pick up the phone. And funds that have uh, open doors suddenly throw up gates, even though it might not be legal to do so. Exactly. And you know what? It's so difficult to tell in this market because it's so buoyant and everybody's still buying credit like crazy. Mm-hmm. And they can't get yield elsewhere. So when you talk to these guys, they're like, well, the recourse is to me, but it's going to be fine. Like, I can't see anything going wrong in this market uh, until it does. <laughs> until it does. Um You know, you said to me, too, before we got going is, you know, this low rate environment has created, you know, there's just so much around and people are seeking yield. So it's and we've heard people say that, you know, there are going to be consequences as a result of keeping interest rates so low for so long. And may who knows? Right. Absolutely. Look, it's created distortions in all kinds of markets. You know, you would never have seen companies being able to borrow as much as they have. Right. Um, if it, if it weren't for that. So, I mean, you can't, in a way, you can't blame money managers for buying this stuff because really what they're trying to do is make a bit of income. And CLOs, you know, are the best performing asset class when you have a look at, you know, investment grade loans, leverage loans, high yield bonds, all of the, out of all of those things, you make the most money out of it. So sometimes I talk to pension fund managers and, and, and other managers who say, well, Sometimes I buy things that I may not have bought previously because guess what? I've got money to spend and my investors are going to say to me, why aren't you, why are you sitting on this cash? Right. Right. And where are the returns too? Right. Cause you said some of the, the uh, I'm just looking at what you wrote in mm. the story. You said, um, when bundled into a CLO and leveraged up, the junk rate of portions can pay more than 14%, at least according to some data from Morgan Stanley. Which is amazing. It's ridiculous amounts of return. I mean, it is, you know? right? right? It's market, but, but, you know, and, and, it, it also struck me, though, that you know the lead anecdote of your story this this kind of random Chicago-based nonprofit, mm. the Academy Group, that mentors underprivileged youth and happens to have a lot of cash. I mean, if they're shaking the trees that much, they'll go that far mm. to find someone to be their financial partner in this stuff. You got to think that some of these deals are, you know, that they're, they're, that there's not a lot more growth coming for these deals. I mean, if they're looking that far again to find these kinds of partnerships. Yeah, look, I mean, th- that was a really interesting one. This is why we started looking at it because you don't expect a charity to get into a CLO, you know. Mm-hmm. But but you have to remember that the founder of the charity is Mark Walter, who's the co- founder of Guggenheim. So he's very au fait with this so- sort of thing. He's very familiar with it, and he said to me, you know what? I got so much money that I just thought I'd just give them that money and I didn't care if they invested that in telemarketing. I just wanted to, I just I just wanted to give money to a firm that could potentially hire some of these young kids that I want to put through the academy. And it's interesting because he says, you know, he went after that deal and and that's why he did it. And then we're talking to the Chicago guys um there was definitely a need. I mean, they were looking around for someone to partner with because some CLO managers have been put out of business or are struggling because they haven't been able to find the partners. But anyway, the new administration says they're probably going to get rid of these rules, so it doesn't matter anyway. It doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll stop? Or no? No, as in they can do, they, what, they won't do even it, be the requirement to, to keep want- the skin in the game that they're securitizing anyway, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> So I guess we'll just have to wait and see, right? We'll wait and see if they, these deals do get undone or if these kinds of yeah. abuses here that will keep it from happening. Um, uh, uh, crazy story. Nabila, thank you. Nabila Ahmed, Senior Corporate Finance Reporter, Bloomberg News, most read on the Bloomberg.